0: Good evening, Dumb Nation, episode 432. My name is Matthew Spear. I'm the host of Don't Unfriend Me. Welcome to the show. This is a little segment called Breaking Truth. And tonight we're talking about Kevin McCarthy and also Swalwell, Omar, and Schiff, all ousted from oversight committees that require clearances. And I'm going to tell you why tonight. I'm going to tell you why it's a good thing. And McCarthy's off to a good start, which is hopefully going to be consistent throughout his entire tenure as speaker. We will be right back after this message from my good friend, Eli Crane. Hey, Matt, congratulations on your success, brother. And uh, I really appreciate you giving, you know, both sides, you know, and just free speech, the opportunity to have a platform, dude got it you got it thanks for everything you've done for this country eli we'll talk next time tell jen hello and i'll have this ready in a couple of hours and you can uh share it and take a look i thank you man thanks brother all right Eli Crane, one of the 20 to hold out. It's kind of good to see. Folks, at The Dumb Show, you can find us across all social media. Give us a like, follow, share, and subscribe. Hit that pound button. I would appreciate it. It keeps the lights on. Let's get into the show tonight. So McCarthy, Kevin McCarthy, Speaker of the House, you may remember that little fiasco. He removed Representatives Eric Swalwell a Democrat from California, and Adam Schiff, Democrat from California, from the House Intelligence Committee, and Representative Ilhan Omar from Minnesota from the House Foreign Affairs Committee. He cited Swalwell's association with a Chinese spy Shift's boosting of the now debunked steel dossier and Omar's criticism of Israel as reasons each lawmaker is unfit to serve on committee assignments. Now, I'm going to go through each one of these and expand on Kevin McCarthy's reasonings. I happen to agree with him wholeheartedly. When it comes from a clearance perspective, the qualifications are immaterial. If you can't get your foot through the door, well, you know, you don't go. Or if you can't throw a 60 yard beam all the way with a Feet planted firm after doing a rollout to the right, you have no reason to be an NFL quarterback. Omar's thoughts on America. In Omar's version, America wasn't the big-hearted country that saved her from a brutal war in a bleak refugee camp. No, no. It was a merit, it wasn't a meritocracy that helped her attend college or vaulted her into Congress. Instead, it was the country that had failed to live up to its founding ideals, a place that had disappointed her and so many immigrant, refugees, and minorities just like her, she says. Such a disappointment that the House decided to go ahead and move through with HREZ, House Resolution 241, where in 2012, Representative Omar tweeted, Israel has hypnotized the world. May Allah awaken the people and help them see the evil doings of Israel. Wow. Whereas in 2018, Representative Omar posted drawing attention to the apartheid Israel regime is far from hating Jews. Whereas the last controversial tweets from Representative Omar suggest Jewish people are buying political support, she tweeted, it's all about the Benjamins, baby, a reference to a song about a $100 bill and AIPAC, a pro-Israel lobbying group. Representative Omar stated during a town hall, want to talk about the political influence in this country that says it's okay to push for the allegiance to a foreign country. Speaker Nancy Pelosi denounced Representative Omar's statements during that time, saying we condemn these remarks and call upon Congressman Omar to immediately apologize. Is not going far enough. On March 7, 2019, Democratic leadership failed to primarily and directly address Representative Omar's anti-Semitic remarks in a resolution that should have been specifically about anti-Semitism so as to address the rising threat thereof. Jewish people are subject in the media and political campaigns to numerous other dangerous anti-Semitic myths, including that Jewish people control the United States government or seek global political and financial domination and that Jewish people are obsessed with money. Accusing Jewish people of being more loyal to Israel or to the Jewish community than to the United States constitutes anti-Semitism because it suggests that Jewish citizens cannot be patriotic Americans and trusted neighbors. And when Jewish citizens have loyalty served, loyally served our nation every day since its founding, whether in public or community life or military service, they deserve that respect. All Americans, including Jews, Muslims, Gentiles, and Christians, and people of all faiths and no faith, have a stake in fighting anti Semitism, as all Americans have a stake in fighting every form of bigotry and hatred against people based on religion, race, or place of birth and origin. To be sure, this is not the first time that Omar has made remarks which are highly questionable. She referred to the attacks of 9 11 as some people did something. Then there is the tweet saying, May Allah awaken the people and help them see the evil of doings of Israel. She blamed the U.S. for the terrorist attack on Kenyan Mall that killed 70 people and wounded 200 more. She wanted a Minnesota judge to show leniency to a man who tried to obtain fake passports to go fight for ISIS. She blamed the U.S. for the Venezuelan coup. She supported the terrorist organization Hamas as they fired rockets at Israel. She complained about the way Americans pronounce Al-Qaeda that's the proper way to say it, by the way, she made the false claim that U.S. forces killed thousands of Somalis during the Black Hawk Down mission and included the hashtag, not today, Satan. Here's the thing for Omar. Under guidelines A, the holder bears the burden to clearly demonstrate the following when having a security clearance. Unquestionable loyalty to the United States. And after all, they will be in possession of sensitive information that could lead to varying levels of damage to national security if compromised. This disqualifies her from the seat, and McCarthy is absolutely right. Showing you a quick video of KGP and her wonderful response to this. KJP? KGP? KGP sounds better. Whatever. The the, the, The wannabe press secretary. Here it is. Any reaction from from you to the White House um, about Speaker McCarthy's decision to keep Representative Schiff and Swalwell from the Intelligence Committee? So I'll say this: uh, Representative Schiff, Representative Swalwell, uh, and uh, also represent, uh, Representative uh, Omar are, um, you know, are expertise and bring a lot to the table when it comes to uh, foreign policy and national security. And we'll say this: uh, you know, uh, we'll say this. We'll say that, um, you know. When it comes to that committee, it should not be politicized. Uh, it should be independent. And uh, and again, those congressional members bring a lot of expertise uh, to that committee. And uh, I'll leave it there. Wow. I would like to go ahead and see if it's okay with everybody. Uh, the January 6th committee, who yeah. exactly was on there from the Republican Party? Uh, If I'm not mistaken, um, we're going to go ahead and say that Liz Cheney is is an active Republican and someone who really, truly believes in Donald Trump. Folks, Democrats have been doing this since any time they get power. And they warned the Democrats, Republicans did, during 2016 and 2018 and said, let's not make this political. Let's go ahead and have a balanced representation on the oversight committees and all the committees in the House and in the Senate. Unfortunately, they did not listen, and this is the result. Here is a video, a quick one of Mr. Swalwell and his rambling and crying and lambasting everyone but himself for his ouster. Tell about somebody else. So this is purely about political vengeance. The cost is not only removing us from the committee, On the Intelligence Committee, the cost is not only breaking, shattering the most precious glassware in the cabinet, a committee that's always been bipartisan. The costs are the death threats that Ms. Omar, myself, and Mr. Schiff keep getting because Mr. McCarthy continues to aim and project these smears against us. Even though we have said publicly these smears are bringing death threats, he continues to do it, which makes us believe that there's an intent behind it. But we will not be quiet. We're not going away. I think he'll regret giving all three of us more time. Well, you don't have to go away mad. Just go away. Swalwell has a long litany of reasons why he should no longer have a security clearance. But I love how he says, well, these death threats are Kevin McCarthy's fault. We take them seriously. Interesting. You didn't take those very seriously against Kavanaugh and the other Republicans Black Lives Matter, stalking people outside their house like Tucker Carlson, I guess that's a different leopard with a different spot. Smallwell repeatedly claimed without a shred of evidence that Trump not only colluded with Russia, but also that he was an agent, an agent of Russian intelligence. So it is a bit ironic to learn that the congressman who claimed Trump was an agent of hostile foreign power himself had a relationship with an alleged agent of a hostile foreign power. Fang began cultivating, Fin Fang is her name, Swalwell when he was a member of the Dublin California City Council as a part of Chinese intelligence operations to get close to rising politi- political stars. After he was elected to Congress in 2012, she became a bundler raising money for his re-election campaign and she chose her target well. Swalwell became a member of the House Intelligence Committee and led a lead Democrat on the subcommittee with oversight over the CIA. Fang facilitated the potential assignment of interns into Swalwell's offices, and at least once, one case, an intern recommended by Fang was placed in the Swalwell's D.C. office. Swalwell has thus far refused to discuss his relationship with Fang, and his office did not return a request for comment. The interesting thing is he also said that he... He won't answer whether he slept with her or not, but I'm pretty confident he did considering that was his girlfriend, but maybe he just is saving himself for the right gal. Maybe someone from Russia. Eric Swalwell couldn't get a permit at the flea market, let alone security clearance in the private sector. He has no reason being in office, let alone being on a committee and and, and no reason to hold a clearance higher than Hall Monitor. Schiff also, we all know who Adam Schiff is, most famously claimed that Congress had not only uncovered a criminal conspiracy by the president's 2016 campaign, you remember, but also that he himself was in personal possession of a smoking gun. Schiff never shared any corroboration with the public. When the views Megan McCain asked him about it, Schiff declared that the confirmation had been in plain sight the whole time, which was the opposite of his claim that he had uncovered a seditious and clandestine conspiracy. Remember when he sat up there and read it like a mob hit report? And then he said, oh, I was just in character. Not necessarily. Nobody took it seriously. Yes, the entire Democratic Party and all the people who watch CNN took it seriously because they don't have a sense of humor, Adam Schiff. They elected you. He knew, well, I guess they do have a sense of humor. He knew that the dossier was an oppo research document paid for by the Clinton campaign and the DNC and Schiff tried to suppress the information that undercut collusion accusations, claiming, for instance, that Devin Nunez's memo detailing the dossier's origins and lack of evidence was unsupported by the facts and the investigative record. And when, after years of delay, Schiff was forced to release transcripts of interviews conducted by House Intelligence Committee into Russia meddling, we learned that the Director of National Intelligence, former Obama Attorney General, former Deputy Attorney General, and the FBI Deputy Director, among others, all told his committee that there was no direct evidence of criminal conspiracy. Schiff knew, and yet he confirmed and continued to profess that the central assertion of the dossier... That the trump campaign had colluded with russian government during the 2016 campaign was not only possible but a fact he did so on numerous occasions and with great certitude every time he did it was a bold face lie these three don't deserve clearances and without clearances you don't get to be on the house intelligence community uh, committee or any other committee that requires a clearance. Everything else is a moot point. It's not about being fair. There's other Democrats that are available and probably can qualify to get on. But once again, this is what happens with consequence. Elections have consequences. We won the House. Republicans are making some changes. Get used to it. The year of the Chinese New Year is now the rabbit. And the House Speaker is Kevin McCarthy and no longer Pelosi, which was the year of the lizard. Folks, thanks for watching. Don't unfriend me. I appreciate it. Puns and all. Do me a favor if you would not mind. If you would stop by thedumbshow.com. Pick up yourself a cool shirt, some hats, some coffee, whatever you want. Stop by my good friend's site, pfcflags.com. You made the beautiful flag behind me, made out of wood, all made in the United States of America. They are first responder and veteran supporters. Amazing local business. They work out of their garage and they make incredible stuff. Go to pfcflags.com. You get a free desktop flag if you buy a small flag or larger. And last but not least, I will go out with the Veteran Crisis Hotline. 1-800-273-8255, press 1. 22 veterans commit suicide a day, it is way too many. Please do me a favor, share this number. One thing about veterans, we need swim buddies and battle buddies, and right now we need anybody, and anybody is you. Please reach out. If you have any questions to me or anyone else on the show, we'll be happy to do that. Remember, it is free of charge. It'll never be reported to your duty station post-traumatic stress, anxiety, depression, TBIs are all very real, and it starts with a conversation. Last but not least, if you're not a veteran, you can make that phone call, and they will go ahead and take your call. It's not about if you're a veteran or not. It's just called the Veteran Crisis Hotline. Folks, thanks. I'm going to be on live at 8.30 tonight. Love to see you there, and if not, I'll see you for my recorded show tomorrow on Thursday. God bless, and see you next time.